last week. And um, that series, of course, uh, we're, we're dealing with the uncommon man, the uncommon man. And uh, part of this series is um, we want to show you that oftentimes, amen, we miss out on what God has for us because sometimes it's just too common. It's just the norm, okay? We've become accustomed to certain things and to certain people. And so therefore it becomes the norm. But as I told you all on um, last week, that during this time, as we uh, get closer to God and as we hear the voice of God and as we spend quality time with God, uh, uh, God's going to do some things. When we finally released out of this stay at home and we're going to meet different people, we're going to meet new people. And here's the thing. They're going to be uncommon. They're going to be uncommon men and and women. They're going to be uncommon men and women. <clears throat> and so I want to get right into uh, this week's lesson. I know some of y'all want me to review probably what we went over, but if we have time, then we'll review what we went over last week. But I think this is very important because um, tonight, tonight we're going to talk about um, meridian meetings, meridian meetings. Now, don't let that word um, meridian confuse you. The scholars that are on um, uh, know that that's a term that's used in um, geography. So you can look it up, look it up. That's a term um, that's used. And so tonight I want to deal with meridian meetings. All right. Now somebody, somebody says, the first thing you want to know, what is, what is um, an, a meridian meeting? Okay. There it is right there. <clears throat> a meridian meeting is an encounter with someone arranged by the Holy Spirit. So in other words, God is going to set some people. He's going to send some people into our lives through the Spirit of God. Okay, it, 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 it's going to it's going to be arranged by God. Now, 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 some would call these chance meetings, or, or you know, it has something to do with luck. I need you all to understand that it is not chance or luck that I'm talking about here. And let me just let you all know, we as believers, we don't believe in luck. Uh-oh. We don't believe in luck. We don't say, oh, I, I was lucky. No, you're not lucky. You're blessed. All right? So if you take a note, write that down. I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. A part of this, what God is trying to show us, we want to change some of our terminology as well. You're not lucky. You, you are blessed. I understand the Bible says that 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 life is a chance. Okay, but as believers, we don't operate out of luck. Okay, this is my lucky charm. Okay, you guys, you guys, you guys, stop all of that. When I carry this in my wallet, I seem to get more money. Okay, if God is blessing you, whether you carrying it or not. When the blessings of God is on your life, you're going to be blessed. Okay, you see a black cat go across the street, put your hand up. They say you put your hand up uh, on the roof of the car. Some of y'all throwing salt over your shoulder and all that stuff like that. No, we don't believe in that. All right. 
Now, this thing is not going to be by chance. It's not going to be by luck, but it's going to be a specific meaning that's going to be arranged by the Holy Spirit with gifted individuals that have something in them that you need in you. So what that simply means is this. We have to be very careful, very careful at how we look at people. (laughs) They may not look like us. They may not act like us. They may not smell like us. They may not be as smart as we think that they should be. But I'm going to show you later on, those are going to be the people, the people that we overlook, the people that will cross the street and say, oh my goodness, I'm better than they are. You need to know those are the people, the uncommon people that God is going to choose to use as well as others. So uh, 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 that's something, that's something, watch this, could be a prophetic word, a learning experience, wisdom, direction, or a required solution. I want you to catch this. It can be it can be a prophetic word. Now, 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 we have to be very careful, and I'm not going to spend too much time on this portion, but we have to be very careful when we deal with, you know, a prophetic word. Do you have a word from the Lord? See, some of y'all, some of y'all think if it don't come from the pastor, from the first lady, from a missionary, from a bishop, a superintendent, or whomever, then it's not a word from the Lord. Okay. Yes, God is still speaking, okay? God is still using people, okay? But it's not going to be a prophetic word of you're getting ready to get a house, you're getting ready to get a car, you're getting ready to get a husband, you're getting ready to get a wife, okay? It's going to be a different, there's going to be a different type of word that's going to change your life. And so that something can be a prophetic word, a learning experience. Everything that we go through in life God wants us to learn something from it. Don't just go through life and don't learn. Whether it's a good experience, whether it's a bad experience. How many of you all know even even bad experiences can teach us some great lessons? If it's nothing else, if you have a bad experience, if if it's nothing else but just don't do that again. (laughs) You You ought to learn from from experiences, okay? So it deals with learning experiences, wisdom, direction, or required or required solution. And so any of these could redirect the course of our lives, okay? Knowing who you are talking with is a necessary truth. You got to know who you're talking to. You'd you, 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 you be surprised. And I know you had to go out, you had to go uh, make a run to the store and get, get some bread. So therefore you was excused to leave. And you may have casually just spoke to somebody, you know, just cordially spoke to them. Let me tell you something. You don't, you never know who you talking to. Okay. You, 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 that's why you always have to stay open. You always have to allow God to, to, to direct you and to, and to lead you because that person could say that you were talking to they can plant a seed in your life that will redirect the course of your entire life. 
Pastor, what are you trying to get us to do here? Here's what I'm trying to get us to do. I'm trying to get us to look at people differently. <laughs> and when I say differently, I don't mean in a negative way, but in, in a more positive way. Because knowing who you are talking with is a real necessary truth. Because if you, once again, remember last week when Jesus met the woman at the well, okay, she did not know who she was talking to. I told you guys last week that Jesus said, if you had known who you were talking to, you wouldn't have asked me a common question. You would have asked me an uncommon question and I would have given you an uncommon answer. And the reason I would have given you an uncommon answer is because I'm an uncommon man. Had she known who she was talking to, all right? And so knowing who we are talking to is necessary because most people, most people that we meet in life are typical, average, and ordinary. Most people that we meet, all right, they're typical, they're average, they're ordinary, okay? I need you to see this, though, that it is the uncommon and gifted that you need to recognize and mark as unique, okay? It's the uncommon and gifted that you need to recognize and mark as unique. It is, it is these remarkable men and women that God places as you journey through life. Now understand, God's placing these people, he's going to place these people in our lives. We're going to have to recognize who they are. It don't matter how, how many people he placed in front of you, <laughs> there's something that we must do. We must Recognize. Make sure you put that on your paper. I, God, I hear what I want you to write. I want you to write, God, help me to recognize. <laughs> help me not to be so judgmental. Okay? That I, that I fail to recognize that you, you are presenting this person in front of me because this person just may have something that will change the course of my life. Okay, and so uh, God's going to, as we continue to journey through life, and I don't know about you all, but life is not over. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody, you ought to declare life is not over. I don't care how bad it seems right now. Life is not over. There's a whole lot of life ahead of all of us. Amen. I'm speaking life tonight. You, you need to speak life. Don't allow the devil to cause you to go into a spirit of depression and feeling down and feeling out. Amen. If you're at home, don't go crazy at home. Get into the word of God. Download Spotify and, and, and Pandora and, 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 and put on some good old gospel music and praise and magnify the name of the Lord. There's plenty of life ahead for all of us. And God's going to place these people in our lives. And we're going to have to recognize uh, uh, their unique gift. All right, and what God would plant into our lives through them. All right, and so the key is identifying who they are and then learning how to draw from them. You got to recognize first, 
you got to identify who these individuals may be, okay? And then learn how to draw from them. Now, understand this drawing from them is not taking advantage of them. I want y'all to give your minds, because really I'm not talking about the natural. I'm not talking about the physical right now. Oh, God's going to send somebody into my life that uh, is going to help me because they're going to be the president of a company and then they're going to they're gonna get me a job. That's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm speaking spiritual now. I'm speaking spiritual. Okay, so it's, so it's not a matter of taking advantage of them. God's going to place them there in your life. Okay, but he wants you to identify who they are, and then you're going to have to learn how to draw from them. What are you drawing? Information from them, because once again, you're learning. Okay, the people perish, right? Why? Because of the lack of knowledge. Okay, people perish because of the lack of knowledge. Perhaps a lot of us could be a whole lot further ahead right now in life if we just knew more. Amen. And so we perish because of the lack of knowledge. Well, God's going to put people in to your life that you're going to learn from them. I talked to Dr. Shirley Mills, Sister Mills, the first lady of, of Missionary Church of God in Christ, all the time. She's an attorney. She's a broker. Okay. She, she's a broker in real estate. She has a double PhD. Okay. I talked to her. She don't know while I'm talking to her. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm, watch this, I'm drawing from her. People say, I'm saying, ooh, you just, ooh, you're so smart. I'm not smart. Mm -mm. Pastor's not that smart. Mm -mm. Pastor's not smart. Understand something, because it's not what you know. A lot of times it's, come on, who you know. And when you know the right person, you've identified that this is the person. You know, uh, our kids laugh at me because if they need a mechanic, I say, go see my mechanic. If they need something from the store, I say, go to my store on the corner. I claim everything, okay? I claim everything. Go talk to this person. Go talk to that person. Because you know what I'm doing? I'm drawing from them, okay? Because people perish from the lack of knowledge. So the key is identifying who they are and learning how to draw from them. And so a meridian is the highest level or degree attainable. It is the, it is the primary stage of development. Okay, it's the primary stage of development. My prayer is, God, I wanna be so developed until I become uncommon. Uh-oh. <laughs> I wanna be uncommon. And so, Sometimes initial meetings with the uncommon man or woman are what I like to call divine appointments. So you can put that down. It's just, it's just a divine appointment. It's a, it's a setup by God. God set you up. Now, I have to say this. I have to say that if we walk after the flesh and we live after the flesh, We'll, we're going to miss divine appointments every time. Because that which is flesh is flesh, and that which is spirit is spirit. So in order to be able to identify and to be able to draw from, that means that you're going to have to be in tuned 
with the Spirit of God. And can I tell you all something? You can call it a meridian meeting. You can call it a divine appointment. One thing I know, these meetings can change the course of our lives overnight. Somebody ought to say, thank God. Somebody ought to say, thank God. Somebody ought to say, my life get ready to change. My life is, my life, can, I'm just going to talk to y'all for a few minutes. My life is getting ready to change because I'm not going to look at people like I used to look at them. Those of you that's on Facebook, I don't know whether you've seen this little preacher, and I have to mention him because he's almost becoming one of my favorites. Now, it's, 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 it's kind of weird because he, the best way for me to say it is he's not all there. He's not all there, okay? Yes, he, he has some challenges. But he's on there, and he's just preaching, he's just preaching, and, and he, don't, uh, he don't say amen. He say amen, amen, amen. And he's just preaching, and he says the same thing over and over and over and over again. And then he, his favorite saying is, I know it's all right. And so he might do that a hundred times. Now, here's what's amazing to me. He's speaking tongues for about 10 minutes. Here's what's amazing to me. On Facebook, he have about 900 people watching him. <laughs> okay, watch this. 900 People watching him. Now, of course, they're watching him. They're laughing. They're putting stuff in the remarks, okay? But I watched him the other day. I want y'all to know I don't just sit here all day and watch him. But he had looked up with a fellow by the name of Bishop Turner who had just bought a piece of property. And Bishop Turner was trying to get donations because they had to remodel the inside of his church. And this guy went to Bishop Turner's church and he was, he was interviewing Bishop Turner, and he took, Bishop Turner took him to tour the whole inside of his church. You guys, it's about 1,200 people on. <laughs> now, whereas everybody else was laughing at him, he was uncommon, but 1,200 people saw what Bishop Turner was trying to do. And I'm telling you something. I ain't going to tell y'all no story. It was convincing. I almost wrote a check and sent some money to Bishop Turner because I love to see construction. I love to see churches that are trying to build. Regardless of what people say about this fella, okay, in his own little way, God is still using him, but he's uncommon. He's not the norm. Okay, whereas they're joking. How many of y'all know everything's not funny? Come on, write that on your paper. Everything's not funny. Everything's not funny. You're going to be surprised who the people that God's going to send into our lives that can change our lives overnight, that, that we would just about say, why don't you just go sit down somewhere? <laughs> okay, that's not going to be the case. Let me put some scripture. Let me put some more scripture for you guys to write down. Let me put some more scripture for you guys to write down. Because scripture confirms the Holy Spirit desire to direct your path. Scripture, Scripture confirms the Holy Spirit desires to direct your path. Now watch this. Watch this. Psalms 2723. You guys all know that one by heart. 
the steps of a good man. And remember, he don't, he don't, he don't have a gender problem, so that's woman. The steps of a good man are ordered, okay, by the Lord. And he delighteth in his way, okay? God, God will order our steps, huh? We sing, we sing, order my steps. In, in your word, dear Lord, teach me, guide me. Am I right? Every day. Somebody help me. Unmute and help. <laughs> Y'all ain't singing in so long, you don't remember the words. Send your anointing. Send your anointing. Father, I pray. Father, I pray. Please order your steps in your, order my steps in your way. Now watch this. Order my steps in your word. In order for God to order our steps in his word, that means we have to what? We have to know the word. We have to read the word. Okay? And God will order our steps. And when he order our steps in his word, he's going to allow us, he's going to be delighted, man is going to be delighted in his way. Okay? And so so let, let, let that be on air. God order my steps. Alright? Order my Put me at the right place at the right time. <laughs> I don't care what comes at you right now. And you know, right now, you know, some of us have to make some major decisions and and, and and after being locked up, I say locked up, but y'all know what I mean, for almost two months and, and, and proposals will come and different things are happening and other things. This is a time we really need to seek God, listen to God, okay? God ain't gonna come in, a, well, he can, that little earthquake that happened the other day. He wasn't in that earthquake, okay? He's not gonna be in the lightning. He ain't gonna be in the thunder. Sometimes God will speak to you in a, what? Still small voice, and then other times, God will use other people, okay? He'll use other people to bless you and speak a word into your life. Look at here. Write down Jeremiah. Write down Jeremiah 10 and 23. He says, oh, Lord, I know that the way of man is not in himself, it is not in man that walks to direct his steps. I like it. I, I like another trans uh, translation of that. It says, "It says, I know, Lord, that our lives are not our own; that we're not able to direct our paths." Then he says, "So correct me, Lord, but with justice." not in your anger or else you will reduce me to nothing. <laughs> How do y'all know that if God, somebody ought to say, God, I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your faithfulness. I thank you for your love because even though we know, watch this, even though we know that the way of man is not in himself, scripture said there is a way that seemeth right to man. 
but the end thereof is, is death. Okay, so God have mercy on us. Correct me, Lord. Let that be our prayer. Correct me, not, not with your anger. Because if you correct me with your anger, you're going to cut me off. Okay, you're going to reduce me down to nothing. Okay, but, but correct me with justice. He's a righteous judge. He's, he, he knows how to do justice. That's what we've been talking about in Bible discovery. Okay, and so our way sometimes is not the right way. But here's what's going to happen. If we, if we are in tune to what God is doing, God will send people to us that will help us to direct our way. Now, watch this. A lot of us don't like to be corrected. You don't have to admit it. Some, some, some folks say, Pastor, tell me. I want you to tell me uh, when, when, when I'm not doing right or tell me this, that I just, sometimes I say, no, 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 I ain't telling you nothing. But I already know how this goes. <laughs> the first time you go to tell them, oh, my goodness. Now, you're the one that told me to tell you. Now, when I tell you, why you going to get mad at me? We have to learn how to take correction, okay? That when we're on the wrong path, God will send somebody to your life to try to get you back on the right path. That don't mean they try to be no evangelist or no prophetess or no apostle. No. <laughs> Come on, if you see me getting ready to drive off a bridge, I would show hope. You try to block my car, holler, scream, do something, okay? And it's the same way. Okay, because I know that the way of man is not in himself. We need God to direct. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, so because Jesus is the way, that means we got to stay in tune because he's going to send somebody uncommon. Okay, he's going to send somebody uncommon that's going to be able to help us. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways, not some of them, not, not the ones that you just think you can handle, and then you give him the ones that, that's too much for you. No, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct thy paths. Another translation says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own intelligence. Know him in all your paths, and he will keep your way straight, okay, if you know him. Write down Psalms 121 and 8. It lets us know that the Holy Spirit is involved in your coming out and your going back in, Okay. He said, the Lord will protect you on your journeys. There's another translation. Whether going or coming, from now until forever from now. So in other words, God will direct you. He knows when you go out. He knows when we come back in. Okay? And so if we allow him to direct us, understand God already knows. One of my favorite scriptures, one of my favorite scriptures is simply this. He goes before us. And that he knows our ending from our beginning. So it would, it would behoove all of us, since he knows our ending from our beginning, to trust him and let him take us, all right, the path that he would have us 
to go. So when he sent the uncommon person into my life, God helped me to be in tune so that I can recognize that it's you. So then I realize you sent this person and it's for my benefit. It's not to hurt me, okay? But it's for my benefit. And so that should be a great encouragement, okay? It should be a great encouragement. It should be a great encouragement. I got a lot of slides so that you don't have to, so that you don't have to look at me. It's a great encouragement because it means, here's what it means. God has a course set just for you. I don't, want, I don't want you guys to miss that. Your course is not my course. Okay? God has a course set just for you. And if you get off track, he puts people in your life to get you back on track again. I don't know nobody who don't want to get back on track. I don't know nobody who get off track and just want to stay off track. <laughs> Not if you have God in you, because watch this. When we get off track, how many of y'all know the Holy Ghost will convict us? Okay? Uh, uh, what we know about God will convict us. A message you might have heard will convict you. A song that you might have heard may convict you. And, 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 and let me tell you something. Let me tell you this. It's, 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 it's easy to get off track. But it, but it becomes much harder sometimes to get back on track. Amen, amen. It's easy to get in trouble, but it's hard sometimes to get out of trouble. But what happens is God, when we get off course, when we get off track, God will send somebody. God's going to send somebody. That's good news. All right? And so sometimes meridian meetings or divine appointments with the uncommon men they are necessary, okay? It's necessary. That's why God is going, that's why God is going to do it. I want to talk about something else real quick, finding direction, finding direction. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes people have trouble finding directions, okay? All you good drivers out there, all you good drivers out there, okay? All you good drivers out there, I'm quite sure all of you guys can follow directions. <laughs> okay. Let's deal with this. Because all of us, all of us have a network of relationships. I want y'all to get this. We all have a net network of relationships. Okay. This includes you. It includes you. Now, relationships are quite different. You may be fortunate to have an uncommon man or woman within your family. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So y'all thought it's going to come from somewhere else. I'm going to say it again. You may be fortunate to have an uncommon man or woman within your family. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to let that sink in. I'm going to let that sink in. They could be right in your household. <laughs> they, they, they could be a relative. Okay. And I know sometimes relatives are the hardest people to deal with. <laughs> Come on, don't look at me like that. I'm going to talk about your family. I can talk about mine and I'm going to talk about yours. So get mad at me. Don't matter to me. 
We all got some folks who's hard to deal with. You don't have to admit it. Don't say amen if you're sitting next to them. Because I don't want to see nothing on, happen on screen. Okay. But we all got it. But I also want you to know that that uncommon man, that uncommon woman, that uncommon child <laughs> could be right there in your family. Okay? Let's deal with this. Let's deal with it. Some families have an uncommon member. Someone in the family that is wiser than the rest. <laughs> I already know. <laughs> we all think we're the wisest person in our family. <laughs> we're the smartest person in our family. I already know. I already know. Okay. But someone in the family that is wiser than the rest. Here you go. There's someone with stellar character and trusted in every way. No matter what happens, you could trust this particular family member. Okay? These are the these are the unique, the different and the uncommon and the uncommon. These are the ones that what's this? Help you understand and see more clearly. You got some people that talk to you when they get through, you're so confused and mixed up, boy, you don't know what to do. <laughs> Okay, but 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 I need you to understand you have some uncommon people in your family that can help you understand and see more clearly. Here's the thing though, we have to be open. We have to be able to sense the presence of God. Now, I ain't just talking about somebody who just think they smart. I ain't just talking about something because they, they done read the whole encyclopedia and now they know everything. Because now wait, knowledge is wonderful, okay? But sometimes too much of the knowledge can be harmful. Knowledge, uh oh, I got to say this, and this ain't even part of the lesson, but thank you, Holy Ghost. Knowledge without wisdom is dangerous. I'm going to say it again. Knowledge without wisdom is dangerous. I don't care how much you know, if you don't have wisdom when to say it, <laughs> if you don't have wisdom, watch this, on how to say it, it don't matter. I tell people all the time, you call a man a dog. Now you walk up to him and say, you ain't nothing but a dog. They're going to be ready to fight. But walk up to him and say, you know what? You ain't nothing but a big dog. He ain't going to fight you because he's a big dog. You, 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 you're not, you're not something complimenting him. You didn't make him no little dog. You made him a big dog. Okay? And so, watch this. Wisdom is really knowing how to apply the knowledge that you have. No matter how much knowledge you have, it's almost like money. It don't matter how much money you have if you don't know how to spend it. You don't have the wisdom to spend it. I can say that because how is it that, how is it that these athletes can sign up these 30, 40 million dollar contracts? And I know they weigh more than that. That's just a bonus. And then make another 200 million throughout the course of the seasons. And then all of a sudden they're broke. You know why? They had a lot of money, but they didn't have the wisdom of how to invest it. They didn't have the wisdom to know how to spend it. It's the same way. Okay, knowledge is power, but you have to have wisdom, okay, in doing it. And so, and so, and so, some family members, some families, you have an uncommon family member. <laughs> 
I want y'all to catch that. And then not only that, but 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 then think about your life. Think about your life. Let's take a moment for a minute and 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 just you're gonna write this down. You're gonna write this down. Okay, but I want you to think about your life just for a minute. Who are the uncommon men and women in your network of relationships? Who are they? Now, don't feel bad if you can't think of nobody. Don't feel bad. No, really. Watch what I said. I need y'all to really hear me and watch what I said. I didn't say who are your friends. There's a difference. I didn't say who your friends were. I said who are the common men, the uncommon men and women in your network of relationships? Not this week, but we're going to do a series because uh, part of this series is there's a way uncommon people talk. There's a way that uncommon people think. <laughs> okay. But just right now, as you think about your life, who who is the uncommon man or woman in your relationship? Let's take it a step further. What about when you attend attended school or where you attend church? You go to the St. Luke Church. Who's the, who's the uncommon person? Remember I said uncommon don't mean weird. So don't write me down because you think I'm weird. <laughs> huh? When you, when you attended school, who was that person that was different? Who was that person that was uncommon? <laughs> okay. Think about it. Think about it. Think about it. I want y'all to think. What about the many people you have worked with? Out of all the jobs perhaps you may have had and however long you've been on the job now, who is that uncommon person? And somebody, you could be sitting there saying, you know what, that's strange. I can't think of nobody in my family. I can't think of nobody on the job. I can't think of nobody I went to school with. I just can't think of nobody. I just can't think of nobody. Maybe you missed it. Maybe God presented that person to you, but they were too <laughs> uncommon or you were too common and you missed it. I need you to know they have crossed, they have crossed our paths. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you, Jesus. They have crossed our path. And some of us have missed them. That's why I'm teaching, because he's a God of a second chance. And he's saying that while we're in the stay at home and while you're drawing closer to me, while you're studying, while you're reading my word, okay, you're going to be in tuned. That when I present that person before you, your spirit is going to connect. And you're going to be looking and waiting, okay, to hear what that person has to say. Undoubtedly, there was someone that stood out and was quite different in your life. I'm not talking about, I got to keep saying it, weird and bizarre, but the wise and gifted, the wise and the gifted. Now I have <clears throat> Bible 
to back up what I'm saying. I don't just like to talk. I like to back up what I say with the word of God. Write down, write down 1 Corinthians. Because basically here's what here's what he's saying. And I want to hold on, I want to pull it up. I want to pull it up. This is Bible study. First Corinthians, the first chapter. Beginning at verse number 27. Very familiar passage scripture. Some of y'all might even know it by heart. Look, 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 look what he says. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and base things of the world and things which are despised have God chosen. Yea, and the things which are not to bring to naught things that are. Let me read it from another translation. But God chose what the world considers foolish to shame the wise. God chose what the world considers weak to shame the strong. And God chose what the world considers low class and low life, what is considered to be nothing, to reduce what is considered to be something to nothing. Basically, what is God doing? He's using the uncommon. He's twisting that thing around. Do you guys see that? He's, 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 he's twisting that thing around. Because really, if, you, if we look at it with all of our knowledge, okay, look like the wise would put the foolish to shame. That's how we think. But God says, no, 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 no. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As far as the east is from the west, so are my ways above your ways. God said, I'm going to reverse that thing. Okay, Look like rich folk would put poor people to shame. God said, not so. He said, when I get through working through the uncommon man and woman, the poor person who we consider poor is going to put to shame those that are rich. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus. So you thought you had to have a whole lot. You thought you had to have a whole lot. No, 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 no. You don't need a whole lot. Just use what you got. Faith, 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 just a little more faith, okay? And, and recognize when God places these people into your life. One of the most significant inventions of our day is what? Can somebody tell me, what do you think is one of the most significant inventions of our day? Come on, just guess at some stuff. Guess at some stuff. Cell phones. <laughs> Cell phones, very good. Peter. My, microwave oven. Microwave oven. Computer. Light bulb. Light bulb. <laughs> Thank God for lights. That's right. Thank God for lights. All right. One of the most significant inventions of our day is what is that? <laughs> DPS. Yes. 
Some of y'all wouldn't know how to get home from a GPS. You've been living in that house for 10 years. GPS. Okay. Now, when you look at a GPS, it helps us know, watch this, where we are at and gives us a visual map of where we are going. That's what a GPS does. That little blue thing on that GPS, that's the car. That car knows exactly the location where it is. That car is speeding because it says it's going 100 miles per hour. Well, 100, no, no, that's not, that's 100 uh, kilometers. Wherever that person is going, all right, they're going to arrive there at 1244. GPS tells you everything, okay? And it's pretty accurate. So a GPS, what's this? It helps us to know where we're at, and it gives us a visual map of where we are going. Well, I have something for you. The uncommon man is like the GPS, giving us wisdom to understand where we are and where we are going. They guide us, instruct us, and focus us. Can I tell you something? If you don't know where you're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. if you don't know where you're at, how you gonna, you ain't going to never get to where you're going. On the GPS, it, it, it has to have a starting destination. Now, you know, they don't got real fancy now with it, you know, with, with it automatically pick, pick up your location if you have your location services on. But before all of that, you had to punch in the address where you were leaving from and the address where you was trying to go. You got to know where, it has to know where you're at. If you're going to leave from where you are right now, wherever you are right now, and go to the church, you, you're not going to start the address with an L.A. address. You got to know where you're at right now. Okay? And then, and then I'm going to tell you something else. In life, so many of us like to forget about our past. And, you know, some, some of y'all have some rough past and everything like that. You like to forget about it. And I know Paul said forgetting those things which are, you know, forget those things which are behind and press. But understand something. Sometimes, sometimes, if you, if you don't know where you've been, <laughs> you really ain't going to know where you're going. Okay? And you have to know where you're at right now. And so the uncommon man is like the GPS, giving us wisdom to understand where we are, where we are going, guide us, instruct us, focus us. And so the world is full of common men. The world is full. I think you guys would agree with that. The world is full of common men and women. But it is the uncommon man that you remember. It is the uncommon man that positively impacts you. Everybody don't impact your life. Come on here. Everybody don't impact your life. It's that uncommon man or woman that impacts you. It is the uncommon man that can change the way you approach life. It is the uncommon man or woman that can change the way you think and even see the world. Right now, I'm not going to even ask y'all how you see the world right now. I, I'm not going to ask. Don't even unmute. Don't do it. Rebecca, you look like you want to hit that button. Don't do it. Okay? Because I think you all would agree, it looks like the world right now, we're on our way to hell on roller skates. 
<laughs> but that's not, hey, that's not how I view it. It's all about your perspective. When you know where you're going, uh-oh, when you know where you're going and it is a God destination, can't nothing happen till you get there. Oh my God, I felt that one. When it's a God destination, can't nothing happen to you until you get there. And so the world needs some uncommon people, not weird people, not bizarre people, uncommon. Those that will put you in the face of God, in the presence of God, where you can receive revelation from God. And I'm going to tell you all something else. When you deal with an uncommon man or woman, this person is not deep. <laughs> I just need to help you guys. They're not deep. They're uncommon. They're not deep. Okay? They're not going to approach you with something that you need three, three dictionaries and four psychopedias and, and everything else to understand what God is trying to say. And I'm, I'm going to just tell you something else. I think you need to write this down. There's nothing new under the sun. So just, while y'all looking for new revelation and new this and new that, you're you going to keep looking as far as I'm concerned because there is nothing new. Now, it may be new to you, but there's nothing new under the sun. All right? So watch this. A right worldview is significant because what you are looking at is where you are going and what you are looking at determines your focus. Let me ask you a question after you write that down and take a picture, whatever. Where are you going? I'm not talking about up yonder right now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take wings and go yet. Where are you going? Let's think about this. Where, where are you going? Because the fact of the matter is, let me ask, what are you looking at? What are you looking at? Because whatever you're looking at, that's going to determine your focus. So if you're just constantly looking at the news and constantly, you know, becoming depressed with, with, with the COVID-19 and this, that, and the other, that's what you're looking at. That's what you're going to focus on. Okay, what are you looking at? Where are you going? Sometimes we just need to, you know, I might get a hand wave or an amen that I can't hear. Sometimes you just need to stop. There you go. I saw some hands waving. Sometimes, come on, you guys. Sometimes we just need to just stop. I don't care how long we've been doing what we've been doing. Sometimes we just need to stop. Sometimes we need to turn around. Don't do like I used to do when me and Teresa be going somewhere. And, and She'll say, you're supposed to turn, turn left there. And, and, and in my mind, I know I should have turned left, but because she said I was supposed to turn left, <laughs> Brother Collins, <laughs> I said, I know where I'm going. I done missed the turn and everything else. And she just sometimes just looks, sit back. She don't say nothing. She just sit back. 
Oh, and it does her heart so good when I have to turn back around. <laughs> but sometimes, watch this, we have to just stop, listen. Pay attention. Start all over. Sometimes you got to start all over. Yeah. I always use for a good illustration. If you take a shirt and you put a shirt on, and let's say the shirt has seven, eight buttons. If you start buttoning up that shirt wrong, there's no way that shirt going to end up right. <laughs> It's not. I don't care how you twist it. I don't care how you try to pull on it. It's going to be wrong. So what do you have to do? Unbutton it and start all over. Sometimes in life. Now, ho, ho, ho. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't say leave your husband or your wife. I'm starting all over. Pastor said, no, you got who you have. You start all over in your relationship. <laughs> That's what you do. Okay? You start all over in your relationship. But sometimes in life, you just have to start. You just have to start all over. Okay? So that so 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 that when God uses the uncommon person to come into your life and you listen to that person. They show you where you at. You know, sometimes in life you could be going through so much in life and then you don't even know really where you at. I ain't gonna get no amens on that. Because we like people to think that we always know where we at. We got it going on. Okay, that's how we like folk to think. No. Sometimes you just gotta know. Sometimes you gotta admit, I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes you, sometimes you just gotta say, uh, uh, I made some decisions and don't don't even know why I made it. <laughs> why you do that? I don't know. <laughs> well, sometimes you need somebody to come along and, and tell you why you did what you did. Hmm. Okay? And so a right worldview is significant because what you are looking at is where you are going and what you are looking at uh, determines your focus. I want to know tonight, where's your focus? Where's your focus? Where's your focus? Okay, don't answer me. You answer that on your own. But where is your focus? Okay? God is saying, I'm going to send somebody into your life. Now watch this. It could be the person you're sitting next to. I don't know who, who, who it's going to be. It could be a family member. It could be a co-worker. Could might be the pastor, could be the first lady, might not be. Who knows? But he's going to use the uncommon individual in order to change your entire life. But here's the thing. You have to want change. You really do. Some, I mean, let's think about it. Uh, some of y'all might just be happy right where you at. You just might be happy. You might be just saying, ooh, I'm so happy. I'm about to go to heaven tonight. I'd be the happiest person on the face of this earth. If that's you, God bless you. You've made it. You've arrived. Praise the Lord. I'm happy for you. Okay? But there are some people, there are some people, you, 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 want, to, you want to see a change in, okay, you want to see a change in your finances. 
Okay, if you want to see a change in your finances, you got to listen to somebody. Okay, you you might want to change in your relationship. You got to listen to somebody. You may want to change in your friendship. You have to listen to somebody. Because here's one thing I do know. If we had the ability and the skill set to make the change, we, we would have made it a long time ago. Sometimes God just has to send somebody, okay, that's, that's going to impart in us, not just the common things. We, we, oh, thank you, Jesus. How many of y'all know we need more than just common information? Now, when I say uncommon information, I ain't talking about nothing weird. Or something that the Lord done told you. No, Lord didn't tell you that. You shouldn't have ate those chili beans at 11 o'clock at night. That ain't the Lord talking. That's something else talking. Okay? But that's what God is going to do. Okay? He's going he's gonna to change our focus. Look at this. Meridian moments, divine appointments, are on the path of the good man. So when you allow God to order your step, <laughs> Okay, then you'll have those moments where you'll have divine appointments. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Somebody say, why are you thanking him? Because, don't miss this, they are moments. <laughs> they're moments. They're, they're appointments. When you could go and get your nails done, you didn't expect to be in the shop for three days. You were there until they completed it, doing what they had to do with your hands and, or, and your feet. And when they were done, what? you That was it. These are going to be moments. It's, in other words, I want you all to catch this. It's not going to take a six months before it changes your life. God's going to send moment that will change your whole life. A moment that going to school for 10 years, that moment going to be better than school. Y'all ain't got to listen to me. That moment is going to be better than working all them years and saving up of retirement. That moment is going to be better because it's just a moment. It's divine appointments. And when we allow God to order our steps according to his word, he delights in us. Come on here, somebody. He delights in us, and then he places us on the path to where we can experience these divine appointments. So can I encourage you? Look for your steps to be ordered by the Lord. Look for your steps to be ordered by the Lord he delights. Oh, I'm finished. He delights in your way. <laughs> but now here's why he delights in your way. Because your way is going to be God's way. Your way is going to align with God's way. Hey, then it is then you can ask what you will and it shall be given unto you. And the reason you can ask what you want is because what you ask God for is going to align itself 
with his will. He's going to delight in your way. When he gives you that meridian moment, that divine appointment, you identify the person as being the person that's going to plant the seed, that's going to change your entire life. God delights in your way. And how many of y'all know if the Lord delights in us? Oh, that's a whole other lesson. If the Lord delights in us, come on, what did, what did they say? We are more than able to conquer the land if the Lord delights in us. Caleb was a righteous man. He was an old man. <laughs> Joshua was a type of Christ. The only two spies out of the 12 that said that we can conquer the land. We can go and possess the land. I told you guys on last week, it's about possessing. Come on here, if you remember. I told you guys that it was about possessing. Okay, You have to possess. You have to possess the land. But the only way that you're going to possess it is what? If the Lord delights in you, he'll send somebody right into your life just for the moment. He'll send somebody you ain't met before. You ain't even met before. And that person will speak something into your life. You may not never even see them again. Uh, but it will be a meridian moment. It will be a divine appointment. Okay? When we're on the path, the good man is on that path. The good woman is on that path. Where they're open to that happening in their life. And then God delights in your way. They said, they said. We have a promise. Remember, we talked about the promise last week. Remember, they said, we have a promise from God. Remember about the condition, if you, remember last week about the, 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 the ifs we talked about? God promised them the land, but here was the condition. They had to go possess it. It wasn't going to come to them. That's some of y'all problem. You waiting on stuff to come to you. It ain't coming to you. I'm telling you now, it ain't coming. Okay, who told you to be there in seven days? It ain't coming. You got to go possess it. Go possess the land. Go possess it. Okay? Well, when they got over there in the land with the spy, we look like grasshoppers. They look like giants. Anybody experience that? Whatever you're going through in life, you feel like a little grasshopper. Okay? But, but, but... Uh, your problem looks like a big old giant. But I told you all about troubles the other, last week. Trouble your troubles. Okay? Don't focus on your troubles. Focus on, focus on God who can handle whatever you're going through. Because don't forget, well, whatever you focus on, that's the direction you're going to go in. Come on, that's profound. You ought to write that down. Whatever I focus on, that's the direction I'm going to go in. So if I focus, if my focus is full of doubt, then guess what? That's the direction I'm going to end up going in. I'm going to doubt everything. I'm going to doubt everybody. I'm going to doubt that money is real. I'm going to doubt that bacon tastes good because I'm just going to doubt. Because if that's your focus, that's the direction you're going to go in. But if you change your focus, I'm going to give you some yeah, uncommon man and woman talk. I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. No weapon that's formed against me is going to prosper. Okay? My God is going to supply every one of my needs according to his riches up in glory. Well, when you do that, that's where your focus is. And guess what? That's where you're going. Somebody say, I'm on my way. 
Hallelujah. Somebody unmute that mic and say, I'm on my way. Y'all, I got a hoop in me. I can't wait. I'm to on my way. Hey. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm on my way because I'm going to change my focus. I'm not going to look at people like I used to look at people. Okay, because I, you, you don't know. It could be the guy that's at the store that, 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 that want a handout. You don't never know whose God's going to use. That guy that want a handout that you say, no, shame on you. You ought to, Shame on you. You shouldn't be out here. You ought to go get yourself a job. That person might be the person God might want to use to speak one word in your life that quick. In a moment. Okay. He'll plant the seed. And then you know what? Why you think about it? And, and you start watering that seed, and God starts because you got to remember it's a God thing. It's a God thing. God's going to be the one to make that thing grow. And when God makes that thing grow, everything will be all right. All right, my time is up. Boy, my time is up. My time is up. Look for your meridian. <laughs> Look for your meridian. Look for it, meeting. Look for it. You got to look for it. Don't miss it. So, all, I mean, people gonna say, "What's wrong with you?" Say, "I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm not gonna miss nothing. I'm looking." Don't be so busy. Don't be so caught up in work. Don't be so busy just trying to do a whole bunch of stuff because you're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss it. You're gonna miss it. Slow down. Pay attention. Pay attention to everybody. Pay attention to everybody. Some of y'all be driving down the street, just, just like that, just like little Miss Daisy. Be honking and waving at you, and you just pay attention, pay attention. Because if you don't pay attention, you're going to miss your meridian meeting. You're going to miss who God is going to place in your life that's going to change your life. And it ain't going to take long. Don't worry. It ain't going to take long. It's going to just take a moment. It's going to be one divine meeting that God is going to set up. God going to set it up and we watch it. When God set that meeting up, you ain't going to miss it because God going to make sure you're at the right place. <laughs> he going to make sure that you are at the right place at the right time. And if, you, if, and if God is ordering your steps and you are in tune with God, you're going to know that was the meeting. Pastor, can I have more than one meeting? Yes, you can. Yes, yeah, you have more than one. But the first one might blow your mind. You're going to have to calm down after the first one. <laughs> you're going to have to calm down after the first one. I'm telling somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm telling somebody, you're going to have your meeting with that divine appointment, with that uncommon person. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. It's going to take you a little while to even calm down for your next meeting. <laughs> because what I said, these meetings you don't get accustomed to. These meetings don't become, you know, just, oh, I'm just used to it now. See, some of y'all used to the Lord touching you. Some of y'all used to doing this. I did that so much until you just do it just to be doing it now. It ain't going to be them kind of meetings because every meeting going to be different. Every meeting going to change something different in our lives. Somebody ought to clap those hands and say, thank God for the meeting. It ain't arrived yet, but thank God for the meeting. It ain't going to be on Zoom either. Thank God for the meeting. Now, God can use Zoom, but this is going to be a once we get out. And that's why God's preparing us now. That's why he's preparing us. 
preparing your mind, trying to get you to clean some stuff out, clean some stuff up, make some room. God, that's what God gets. That's what God is saying. Make some room. Do, do, do you know, <laughs> set it up because this divine meeting is going to be what you want. Now, God, I thank you for your goodness, for your love, your kindness. Thank you for your tender mercy. I share now with your people what you share, uh, uh, what you placed on my heart tonight. Now, God, you have declared that your word will not go forth void, but it will accomplish what you set out for it to accomplish. God, help us to be open. Help us, God, to be open to your spirit, knowing that you're going to arrange this Meridian meeting. You're going to be the one that's going to arrange it. And God, help us to walk in the spirit, talk in the spirit. So when that arrangement is made, God will be able to walk right in. Now, God, help us to, to have a different view of people, God, of individuals. Help us to understand how you choose to work. And you can work any way you want to work because you are God. You owe us no explanation of why you do what you do. God, you just help us to trust you. You just help us to acknowledge you in all of our ways because you promised us you would direct our path. God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Anybody have any questions? Do I have any questions? Do I have any questions? I know I did a lot of talking, but do I have any questions? Nothing, nothing, nothing is in the chat box. Do I have any questions? Anybody have any questions? Somebody didn't understand something. Huh? All right. That means you guys all got it. That means you all understood it. And we gave God praise. Good to see all of you guys.